friend. Don't let your life slip by. Don't get lost on a spiritual journey either. True meditation is home, here and now. We only need to be clear about this and keep attention coming back home to its heart. Welcome to I Should Be Meditating with Alan Klima. Okay, so welcome everybody to episode zero, show zero of I Should Be Meditating. And I thought I'd just start off the first episode here uh, with uh, probably the most common question or issue that comes up in meditation. And that's just a little talk about thinking. So uh, most of us come to meditation with an idea that somehow we're supposed to stop thinking or reduce thinking in order to meditate well. And this is both sort of true and totally not true. So let's talk about maybe the sort of trueness of that. And one of the sort of trueness of that is that uh, most of us sense that our thought is a big part of the sort of problem that happens, you know, in life, going about in life. Life isn't really so bad, actually, as it is. Sure, uh, really bad things happen, uh, and uh, little bad things happen, uh, but we're sort of up for that, and we're okay with that. By the time we've reached adulthood, we're on board with that. It's just something about the thinking just colors it all in a way that gets very cumbersome in the best case scenario and kind of miserable in the worst case scenario. So it's really thinking about what's going on and it's all the uh, colors of all that and the, the tweaking of reality that sort of happens with all our thoughts and living in our thoughts. That Those are the things that are kind of bugging us, slowing us down, in the best case scenario and you know making things kind of awful in the worst case scenario and it changes so we go into meditation kind of thinking wow i just really want to break from all that it's really stressful it's really aggravating it's really burdensome wouldn't it be nice to just kind of get away from all that and and you can you definitely can uh take a little bit of the edge out or through a lot of practice, take a lot of the edge out of all that thinking. But can't really be shut off. And turning off thinking can't really be our goal because what we'll find if we try to make that our goal is we'll find we can't do it. And we'll be frustrated and we'll have all thought, kinds of thoughts about how we can't stop thinking. And it's every meditator is going to run up against this problem uh, at some point. Is that the thinking mind really cannot be controlled uh, through real disciplined practice and a real sort of fresh attitude to meditation? Yeah, it can be significantly reduced, and even the thinking can even shut off completely. But that's only temporary uh, and lasts as long as it lasts, and then you know, it's back 
uh, back to the grind again. The more important thing about meditation is really to understand thinking, to put it in its proper perspective, to put it in its proper place, and to see it in its proper place. And uh, thinking is this tool that we can use, uh, but like it's often said, uh, we wind up getting used by it. Once uh, it gets a hold of us, or it seems to get a hold of us, it takes us for a ride, seemingly for as long as it wants, and then just, you know, dumps us off wherever. It can be that way sometimes. So more important than kind of stopping thought is actually just kind of seeing it in perspective so that we don't buy into it, so we don't believe in it so much, so that we don't get so wrapped up in it so much. It can be there, but if we see it as something very small that appears inside of us, the bigger one, the greater one, when we see it in that perspective, then it's not so difficult to kind of lay it aside. In fact, there is a, a stillness and a quiet to us that's here even while thinking, even while thinking miserable thoughts or happy thoughts or whatever it is. Meditation is really about starting to recognize and take an interest in this stillness and quiet that's already here, that's always here. A peace that's here whether there's thought present or not present. Now this might seem far-fetched at first if we haven't, you know, taken a look, but it's not that hard to recognize that. And that's probably one of the first things that we want to do. There are lots of other things that we might want to do that are good things to do. For instance, when we've talked ourselves up a tree, we know that we can talk ourselves down out of that tree. That's a great thing to do, to uh, think positive thoughts against some negative thoughts and balance things out. Or when our thoughts have gotten really unreasonable, to replace them with more reasonable thoughts. Many things that we can do. And we can meditate by bringing attention to bodily sensations instead of having the attention constantly being on thoughts and thinking and engaged in that way. These are all great things to do, and, uh, and we should do them. But it's so much better. Even those acts can be so much easier if we start to recognize and acknowledge uh, that actually there's a fundamental rightness to us, an okayness to us, a quiet and a stillness that's here, even as we're thinking. So the more we recognize this, and uh, we must know that it's true, what I'm saying is true. Because if we had just one thought like, oh, my ice cream cone is ruined because I just dropped it. You know, if we just totally bought that into that thought, we would just explode into a million pieces. Uh, but uh, even when we were little kids, we didn't explode into a middle million pieces. Almost, but not quite. Because some part of us kind of knows that it's all right. Everything is all right. And uh, that's something we can turn our attention to, this sense of all rightness. Now, I know and can totally understand that sometimes we are not, you know, able to see that. We're not able to acknowledge that or recognize that. 
uh, the thought to even look that way doesn't arise. But, uh, you know, sometimes we can. And in those moments, we should. This is kind of the, the deepest teaching of meditation, is that when we can, we should. And perhaps that's the kind of meaning of I should be meditating, which isn't really mean. It doesn't really mean I should be sitting cross-legged and meditating every day, although that's great, and uh, I'm going to do that, and, and I hope you do that with me. But it really, there's a deeper me- meaning of should, which is that when, when it appears that we can acknowledge and admit that we're okay, that we should, we should turn our attention to that, feel it and sense it. Many of you I know have had the experience of being or feeling very not all right and have turned your attention in this way and seen, oh, wait a second. For a split second there, I can see that I'm totally okay. Of course, you know, the next instant later, we're freaking out again. Maybe this hasn't happened before. But you can totally do it. Anyone can do it. We just have to wait for this freak out to happen. If you don't freak out, I guess, you know, you're not going to be able to try this experiment right now. But uh, try this experiment. Next time you're freaking out about something, look, is it really okay too? Is there an aspect to you, a part of you that's really okay? And look into that. If it's a real full-blown freak out, you know, real moment of misery, it'll snap right back probably into misery. But it's great to be able to see that contrast, to be able to acknowledge that even in the, the most extreme states, there's some aspect of us that's actually okay. And in a calmer moment, Uh, Maybe we'll explore in some of the other meditations that we'll do in a calmer moment. It's also, you know, quite possible, quite easy to recognize that there's, there's something about us that's still and quiet, very present, watching. That's the audience to all that's happening. That's there before a thought arises and is there after the thought arises that is the witness to the thought. We can take an interest in this. And the more and more familiar we become with this fundamental okayness, this rightness, this quiet and stillness in us, the more everything else that we do becomes easier, becomes empowered. And by that, everything else, you know, we could could just single out a formal meditation practice as one of those things where we're actually doing something, we're paying attention in a certain way, we're paying attention to certain things, we're looking into certain things, we're breathing in a way, feeling in a way. You know, all those things are, are great. Uh, they bring calm and ease and they counteract all the tensions and, and stresses that we've been putting into the body, 
and all the grooves we've been wearing in in our thought patterns and the scripts running in the mind. You know, all that kind of, all that level of meditation is, is awesome. Uh, everybody who does it loves it. So, you know, stick, stick with us here. Stick with me here. We'll, we'll be practicing those things. But uh, lucky you. Uh, lucky you that uh, you're starting to clue in on this other, let's call it a, a superpower, this recognition of the stillness and quiet. And we have that too. And uh, I think I, I won't ever stop emphasizing that. When we start to look into that too, alongside our practices and, uh, you know, talking ourselves down out of trees, breathing in a way that's soothing, everything that we do to kind of manage this body and mind, to get to know it, to, to use it well, everything that we do uh, is made better, easier, more effective, more powerful when we take, you know, honest moments to really acknowledge the really right, clear, quiet part of ourselves. That is just fine. So, I'm really looking forward to exploring both of these things, both of these aspects. Uh, the active doing aspect of meditation and the deeper, already all right, already present, always present, always well, side of us. Well, I'm calling it a side. I'll call it a side of us for now. Let's look into this. That can be our question in the long term. Is that really a side? Is it one of the things going on in the mix? Or is it something deeper, something more fundamental? Is it what we really are and who we really are? Let's just leave that open for now and uh, continue meeting here in this way. Lucky me uh, that you're, you're also here. And I'm really looking forward to all the times uh, that we can meet in this way and clarify this. Stay present and sink deeper into a life of awareness. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I really look forward to the next time we're together. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to I Should Be Meditating with Alan Kleeman. For more help with meditation, to connect with other meditators, and deepen your practice, to subscribe for the newsletter and receive more audio meditations, go to ishouldbemeditating.com. If you know someone else who might benefit from these free meditation audios, tell them to go to ishouldbemeditating.com.